Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Crosstalk one hour from now. Black and Abdallah on tonight after Waddle and Sylvie. I'll keep you company six until eight. It's Carmen and York. Tomorrow the Bears get back to work as they prep for a week 11 trip to Detroit where they are 10-point underdogs. Bears have been nine-plus-point underdogs against the Lions in this rivalry only twice this century. This will potentially be the third time, and I'm not sure this line dips below nine, York. I really don't think it's going to move that much. We'll talk to Todd Furman in a couple days every Thursday at 1.30 live in Vegas. Jeff Passon wrote a very detailed, lengthy article on ESPN.com this morning about baseball's free agency, and he starts by writing in the 12 days since Major League Baseball's free agent season commenced. Not one player has signed with a new team. Nobody will mistake the MLB offseason for the NFLs or the NBAs where early frenzies turn the free agency or turn free agency into events. But even for baseball, this year has been snail pace. And he goes on to write a little bit. Part of the problem for baseball is that you don't have a fixed salary cap and that there isn't a delay between the end of the season and the start of free agency. It basically happens right as the season ends. Uh, I don't like the idea of capping players' salaries, but it does make free agency pretty interesting in the NFL and in the NBA. Teams have the exact cap number that they need to get to. Teams have had build-up time to start allocating their resources and know where they're going to go. But it makes the start of NBA and NFL free agency extremely fun. Baseball is like a death march when it comes to free agency. We've complained about this for years. Gotten a little bit better away from some there, of the collusion the reason, that no, was happening right. in the late teens. There's no salary cap because there's no salary floor. That's why you have a luxury tax. Yeah. And that's why Which, it will remain, or remain a luxury tax because your owners that don't want to spend money will never agree to spend an X amount of money. Sort get of a floor operates in there. as a cap, but it's even worse because there's not a floor, you know? Makes no sense. Well, but that's the point why they'll never have a salary cap. I would, I think that's you're right. why they have their luxury tax or whatever the hell they call it. They call it the, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a tax. Well, yeah. yeah. Luxury tax. So that's why you don't have Competitive it. balance tax. You got, you got 20 teams in Major League Baseball that have, they got no interest in a cap. None. Because they're not going to ever approach your luxury tax. They don't care about your luxury <laughs> tax. The only reason that that exists is so it doesn't, it doesn't allow teams to spend $500 million and basically buy every great player and then... Without paying a penalty. You, right. Your your teams would be nothing. You'd have a league that consisted of seven teams, eight but teams, makes, and it, that was it. It makes it even worse because it allows teams like the Rays and the Royals and the Pirates and, and the, the Reds. Reds to continue, yeah. and the White Sox even a little bit. They'll which, spend more than those which, teams, but not much. Which is what it they always them said. To take money. All the rich teams always said that. Don't, don't, not being competitive, don't believe right. that right. they're suddenly going to become competitive when they start taking our luxury tax and they're money. Right. They're not doing it. What do they do? They pocket it. Yeah, Steinbrenner was right about yeah. that. Of course right? he was. He was 100% right. It's all they want to do. They want to take your money and say, thank you. We'll take it. We'll put it in our pockets. Oh, we developed our minor league systems in the Dominican Republic. We've developed our minor league systems. Nah, not really. I know how your mind operates, so I think I know how you're going to answer this. If the Cubs don't get Shohei, but you find out they were... Second place? Well, I don't know. Like, just super competitive in making an offer to him. Like, is there a number... 
that you would have to hear where you said, okay, I'm at least happy that the, the Cubs really did try? Pass-fail. That's what this is graded upon. This is pass-fail for this you? This is pass-fail. You either pass and you sign them, or you fail the course. Okay. So you either pass the course or you fail the course. That's what. There's no, oh, you gave me a B-minus effort, and oh, that's okay. It's a pretty good grade. No. What if they offer $400 million, but he just said, you know what, I like the West Coast better? Pass-fail. Okay. That's what you have. You guys- and that's one of the risks and the concerns you have with trying to lure somebody to the city of Chicago if they prefer the coast, especially the West Coast. Right. Do you guys agree? Is it pass-fail? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, the one thing that, to your question, Carmen, is if the Cubs, if it leaks that the Cubs offered the most as far as uh, money for a contract in years and, and then he decided to stay in Los Angeles... I would say, well, there's nothing you can really what do could about you that. Do? Right. You yeah. Know, like, so, I mean, I, I do understand Yurko's point, pass, fail. I don't like uh, that in this city we celebrate almost. I know. We, we don't win enough. We need to, we need to win more. Yeah. Um, but if they offer more money than the Dodgers and he chooses to stay in Los Angeles where he already lives, I don't know if there's really anything you can be upset about at that point. It's like the one thing I can't knock the White Sox about was the Zach Wheeler thing. They did offer Zach Wheeler more money. Zach Wheeler and his family wanted to stay east, York. And Zach Wheeler would have been a nice addition when the White Sox were in that. That window was open briefly. Uh, you know, it was uh, gone like a fart in the wind, as we like to say. Yeah. Uh, as quick as it was open, it slammed shut. But while it was open, can you imagine, like, that year and a half or so, if they would have had Zach Wheeler? Now, I can't knock them, I guess, too much for that because they did offer him the most lucrative contract. That, that time they did, and Zach Wheeler just said no. Oh, now, maybe that right. speaks more like why wouldn't he want to take your money? He just doesn't right. want to come to Chicago, that's, which is the, yeah, it's, that was sort of problem. depressing. I think he can be pass-pass, though. With, does that sound weird? Because like, if you don't get Otani, right, and you still... Improve. You sign Bellinger. You sign Bellinger. You trade. Like, if you, ma- like, you sign Yamamoto. Like, if you make the moves... And you still have a better ball club that's ready to compete for a championship, and you didn't get Otani. Like to me, you can still win the off season. Like you can still make Cubs fans can still be happy at the end of the off season, even if Otani is a Dodger or a Ranger. Because if you make enough improvements to the ball club to make them championship ready, even though you don't have the one guy, you can still say, "Hey, my team went out and spent a bunch of money, and now we're ready to win." Mm. Just, like he's one guy, right? Like you still need a full team. You still you need can. a retooled bullpen. You still there's a lot you of holes on You can do that on the team. margins, though. That's no, I know. But my point is that if you fail and don't get Otani, it's not a failure as long as you still other go out and happen. spend right. and other things yeah. happen. Pass, 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 and rights. Uh, the Dodgers, Rangers, and Red Sox. Even though I've heard he does not want to go to the East Coast, we'll see. Pass and right. Pass and knows more than I. Uh, Dodgers, Rangers, Red Sox, all expected to be in the Otani sweepstakes, according to sources. Of course, perhaps Otani is as much of a mold breaker for teams thinking. Uh, for teams thinking as he has been as a two-way star on the field, the Cubs have never spent more than $184 million on a player, but Otani is an exception. So he writes that maybe uh, the Cubs will get in on this. We've heard privately that some within the Cub organization feel very strongly that they're going to be making an extremely competitive offer. Now, whatever that means, that could be a little subjective. Their competitive offer in their minds could be $200 million, and that's not even close, right? Then you say, well, what did you really do? If you're not ready to pony up $400 million for Otani, how competitive were you, right, Yerk? Like, So I agree with you there. Like, 
Don't tell us, well, we made a good offer, and then we find out that offer was $250 million. Sorry, that's not a good offer for Shohei Otani. He's going to get more than that. He's going to get $100 million more than that. Well, uh, yeah. So you have to be People prepared know. to go uh, yeah. there. But, again, you're either getting them or you're not getting them. No, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like, right. if, if you internally believe you are in it, your number can't end at $250 million. That's right. all I'm saying, yeah. right? No, I agree with you. Yeah. 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 And I mean, then the... But, I mean, this is, you got a player available. He's a world-class player. He's an MVP. You're either going to get him or you're not going to get him. And uh, everything else be damned. It doesn't make a difference. You're either going to get him, you're going to land him, or you're not going to land him. They went after the manager and everybody wanted to compliment him. Well, listen, whatever fervor and whatever, whoever you wanted to screw over, you did to be able to get Craig Council here, right? So, go about with the same attitude to go get the player you yeah, want. Yeah, right. Be his cutthroat. There yeah. you go. You know. So don't pretend. You know what sucks, York? When you cheer for a baseball team mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago. Here, third largest in market in the country. Yeah. One of the biggest, most passionate sports fans in the country. World metropolis, right? Yeah. When your owner. Laughs at the idea that they would even be interested in signing Shohei Otani. That's Listen, kind of a kick in the ball. You know what you're a fan of. Yeah. You got. You know. You understand. That's, a, that. that's unfortunate. You know you have the guy thinks Tony Larusa is a genius. At least the Cubs are thinking big. I, I, I the, thought oh. Tony Larusa is going to be put in a home for heaven's sake. He's got him in the board meetings, leading meetings. The owner uh, of the White Sox just laughs at the idea that they would even be interested in a player as good as Shohei Otani. He's going to win his second MVP award this week. Uh, last reigning MVP to change teams. Last reigning MVP to change teams, uh, Alex Rodriguez. That's a good guess here. He changed teams twice. That's, that's a why good I kind guess. of guess. Yeah. But no, that's a very good it, guess by you. Is it Pedro Guerrero? Uh, was Pedro Guerrero an MVP? Was he, Eric? Was Pedro Guerrero an MVP? I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there for heaven's sake. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I'm guess- Do you know the answer? Are you looking for this? I know I know it. Uh, Listen, Give me a team. I, let me let me rephrase that because ben you kind of got you you kind of caught me in a little bit of a. I should clarify. A Rod was traded. Who's the? Because I, I think I said to change teams. Who's the last free agent? Ah. You know, MVP that left as a free Cecil agent. Fielder. Because you're right, A Rod Pujols. Uh, no, A Rod did win, and then he was traded. I got you. to the Yankees. Cecil Fielder. Assessor Filler is not correct. Barry Bonds is the correct answer. Barry 93 Bonds. was the MVP of the Pirates and left to go sign with the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, it's been I a saw, long time. I saw a highlight of him. But good on... catch by you on the A-Rod because he was traded. So Thank nicely you. done, your uh, Twitter, I saw him today, 1984, playing in uh, College World Series. Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds, ASU, Arizona State. Wow, that's wild. He looked like Gary Templeton. Thin. Thin. <laughs> thin. Ozzie Smith, thin. He was so thin. Was it was thin unbelievable. Unbelievable how thin he was. Do you remember how good he was in Pittsburgh? Yeah, it was phenomenal. Him and uh, the right fielder, Bonilla. Bobby, Bobby. Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. When's Bobby Bonilla Day? Uh, it's like July 1st, isn't yeah, it? I, I, think it's every, so. I think it's yeah, every July 1st. So. Yeah, uh, Vance Like was on that team. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, I remember that Sid team. Sid Bream was on that team. Oh, I'm he? not surprised. Was he? Yeah. I feel like he was. Sid Bream. Maybe I have that wrong. I might be wrong on that. I have to double check. I'm trying to remember those early Sid 90s. Sid Bream might have been on the might We Are Family team. No. We are family. Supreme wasn't that old. I got all my sisters and me. Yeah. Why do I, why do I, my picture of Supreme 
I mean, he was a pirate for a little while, right, Yurko? Was he mostly a brave? Why am I thinking Tim Bream? Here, Bream, uh, you know what, though? By, by 90, he was gone. He yeah. was mostly 80s. Yeah, Bream. 80s. That's why I had him with the 79 squad. Uh, uh, he was, he's too young with for that. With Kent Ticaldi. With Kent Ticaldi. Uh, Southside Scott's on ESPN 1000. Hello, Scott. Hey, Carmen. I, you know, I was out eating lunch, and I was very surprised to hear you say that there are no Italian casseroles. What about turkey cacciatore and sweet potato parmesan? But, but I don't know those. <laughs> sweet potato parmesan, I guess, could be a casserole. Turkey That's true, cacciatore. Scott. I, Thanksgiving is very big with the Sicilians. That's true. I count of those that came here and then got kicked out. That's very true, Scott. Thank you. Now, cacciatore is not really a casserole, but I get Scott's point. That's very yeah, funny. It's my blue heaven. That's my quoting blue. my blue heaven right Very good. Scott, nice to like that. Yes, we always love quoting my blue eyes. And Steve Martin in that movie could convince her of anything. He oh, could spin great. a yarn about anything and have you just doubting yourself. It was great. Yeah, you got to love that. Uh, Rick Moranis, and I think his like best role. It's definitely one of them. Well, what's the other one? Well, he's yeah, shrunk the kids. Ghostbusters. No, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. I mean, uh, you know, um, Boy, yeah, it's probably he my brother Ghostbusters. Oh, he did. Yeah, he, he retired. Yeah, yeah. Didn't his like he took to take care of like yeah, his, his wife. His, his wife was sick, got really yeah. sick, and yeah. so he stopped. So he, acting. So he stopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very talented guy. Rick was it? Um, Funny man. He was great in Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah. That's he, was what I was he was great in Little Giants. He did a lot of good things. Did a lot of movies. He had little in there. You know, he did. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Ring us up. Is it pass fail? Like Yurko said. Would you be happy if you find out that hey, they at least tried to get him for four hundred million? At least they were willing to go there, but they fell a, a little short. Get him. Let us know what you think. But a lot of people, again, internally, we're hearing that the Cubs feel good about their chances, and they feel like they're going to be squarely in the mix to land Otani Services. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. This is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Oh, baby, breaking news. Breaking news. All right, I'm going to guess. I'm like Christopher Walken in Back to the Future. I've got a big device on my head. Don't say another word. Don't say another word. I am going to guess that Justin Fields has been cleared to return. No, we'll Ooh. find that out. To, I don't know. Uh, we'll find that out tomorrow. The injury report tomorrow. That's all I'm going to say about that. The injury report tomorrow. Uh, no, this is from Shams Charania. Oh, we got oh. Uh, NBA news. Yeah. Shams bomb. Shams bomb. Sham. Sham. Uh, Shams shocker, everybody. I mean, easy, easy there. Ew. Developing. Chris. NBA Ew. teams are probing the availability of Bulls two-time All-Star Zach Levine, and there is increased openness from both sides about exploring a trade. You're going to have to repeat that because I said Sham Shocker, and then you said something about probing. So can you uh, repeat that for me, please? NBA teams are probing mm. the availability of Bulls two-time All-Star Zach Levine, and there is an increased openness from both sides about exploring a trade. Now, now, clarify. Both sides. Abdallah's talking about the the tweet says from the team and the player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means yeah, like Zach sides. is now a little open to a trade. Which, do you blame him? I don't. And I don't ex- I don't blame the Bulls for exploring to should've, trade him. Should have done it last year. You, maybe. Probably should have. If you're the Clippers, you probably should have waited on James Harden. I heard Waddle and Sylvie talk about this yesterday. Have they won a game with Harden in the lineup? I don't. Weren't they three and one without him and zero and five with him, Chris? Is that right? 
It sounds right. They haven't played well. I know that. <laughs> they won a game well. And yeah. I know Philly has played great basketball. They played great. They're free yeah. of them, of course. They should have waited to see if they could have gotten Zach into the mix. Oh, yeah. They've won six in a row, the Houston Rockets. Well, what is Houston? After? I thought Houston, oh, Philadelphia is who we were talking yeah, about. Philly. That's where he came from. <laughs> hey, shut up. Let me get it right. I love your I'm just looking to see what's going on. And yeah, Philadelphia's 8-1. 1-8 in a row. Yeah. Did you see how poorly Zach played last night? Oh, my God. Well, let's I mean, take a look. You guys actually watched the Bulls game instead uh, I of Monday on, night? I had it on TV, too. I was watching mostly the Monday night game. Um, <laughs> Abdallah can explain my frustration in us trying to figure out the score of the yeah. game while driving home last right. night. I'm watching, I'm watching oh, more yeah. Denver Nugget basketball. I mean, give the score of the game. They're losing. I'm not going to give the score. Listen to the entire halftime show, no score. Oh, what Bill. are we doing? Oh, Bill. I mean, that's oh, Radio 101. Oh, Hello. Oh, you got to yes. give the score. Oh, Bill. Neil, so I'm Neil. in underwear. Dahl was not happy with me because I kept listening to it. He's like, why are you listening to this? I'm like, I want to know the score. Yeah, you got to give the score. Like, uh, Unbelievable. Come on. They're losing. Is that all he said was that they're losing? I mean, are you, being, no, are you they, making a joke? You're making your video. No, like, no, no. no. We, how long did I listen, Abdallah? And I kept... It was, a good I was 20. Like, it was all the way through halftime. And you how upset was I that we didn't we know the didn't score? We didn't know the score. And I was like, I'm not opening my app. I'm not figuring this out on my own. I mean, yeah, we went we went uh, old school on it. We were just having a little road trip. We just wanted to listen and figure it out. Road. If you're doing radio, the score needs to be set after every basket. It's not one, television. One would think, think. One would, especially when the half starts. One would like to know. Yeah. I the mean, score at the start of the half. Going into a timeout would be nice, too. Yeah, yes, it would be nice. Of course. It'd be coming nice. out of a timeout would be, be nice, too. It would be nice. It's radio, of course. It's the matter. Uh, you got to get that together. Uh, yeah, I, I had it on the other TV. I, I just, look, football is front and center for me this time of year. I think it is for a lot of fans. Uh, I've watched the Bulls. Do you know what I watch? You know what I think every time I watch the Bulls? What do you think? First of all, the Patrick Williams thing is is just, it's almost now getting depressing. And he, he was a little bit better last night. But, I mean, is there any hope that he's going to, like, I know people look at Lowry and say, don't give up on a player too early. And Lowry's done fine. Lowry's a good player on a bad team, let's face it. Which, you know, in this league, what is that going to get you? Right? You're, not, I mean, like, not in the playoffs. He's a, he's a, he's a good player on a, bad, on a lousy team. Yeah. Um, a lot, I, a lot Patrick, of guys make a lot of money being uh, great players on bad teams. Two things I think about. We know what Zach is. We know what DeMar is. They've been in the league long enough that we know it. If you don't know it at this point, we, we can't help you. If you think Zach is something other than what exactly he's been over these many years, uh, I, I don't know. Um, I get it with younger players, but like what, what stands out is that it's sort of depressing watching Patrick Williams and, uh, God bless Kobe White's heart. And I really mean that God bless his little heart. Yurko. Yeah. Every time he goes to take a three, I, I don't ever feel like it's going in ever. Now, of course he makes a few. Yeah. I don't ever feel like boom, whether it's a wide open corner three or a catch-and-shoot three, or an off-the-dribble three. It comes out of Kobe White's hand, and I And it goes to the basket to die. It's going in, ever. And God bless his little heart. I, I like Kobe White. I do. So which guy on that team do you like from three-point range where you think when it leaves their hand, it's going in? Uh, nobody. I'm going to say, if you don't La- like Kobe Lonzo. White, 31.7. Lonzo. Caruso's shooting 44% from three-point range. There you range. go. All right, how many a game? For Caruso, do you, do you have the uh, number? Yeah, here? it's right there. It's one point two out of two point eight attempts. So he's not even taking. They're trying thirty two attempts per game, which I think is up from last year. Well, it's take, hard to be down from where yeah, they were last well, year. I know because they refused to take threes last year. 
Uh, Javon Carter shooting 50% from three. There you go. Javon's been pretty good from three. Io shooting 47% from three. But he's only taking one out of two shots. Right. So that's 47%. Uh, your starters, Zach Levine is 30.9. DeMar is 32. And Nikola Vucevic is 32.4. Uh, White is 31.7. Every one of those guys should be shooting two-pointers. Yeah. Shoot two-pointers for 50%. It's better than what you're doing from three-point range. Right now it is. You've you got a bunch it. of guys that can't shoot threes, and you want to shoot threes all night. No good. So that'll be interesting to follow here. More information. Shams tweeting about the, the idea that the Bulls and Zach might both be open to a trade at this what point. What Shams have? And Darnell Mayberry is tweeting. What did Darnell tweet? One league source told me this week the Bulls won't have the same roster in a month. Mm, very Change feels imminent in Chicago. Why are you, you giving up after 11 games? You, you should have done this. Continuity. Continuity, guys. This is ridiculous. Why do you think now, like... They needed the first two weeks of the season to tell them what well, they were going to be. Well, you know why? It's because they've been worse than they were last year. They they thought that this group staying together was yeah. going to have the start of a season like they did two years ago when Lonzo was healthy. But there's no Lonzo. They don't have a point guard. No. We uh, we looked to the uh, last few games and uh, the uh, uh, last thirty games we were uh, seventeen and four. That's a good AK. It's not uh, thirty games, but uh, we like <laughs> the uh, continuity of this team. We like the uh, uh, the fight of this team, and uh, screw you guys because uh, we're not doing anything. AK, why didn't you make some trades in the summer? Well, Say shooting profile because changing uh, the shooting profile. We like uh, the changes we will make to the uh, profile of shooting for this team. <laughs> Uh, we believe, and we gave Billy Donovan a secret uh, 12-year deal. Uh, <laughs> Wait, AK, did you say a 12-year deal? We said a 20-year deal for him. And uh, screw you guys, we're not doing anything. Uh, AK, what's your favorite Latvian restaurant in the city? Do you My favorite one? Latvian restaurant is, he Latvian? I don't even know what he is. is uh, the uh, profile of shooting for... Um, Zach Levine, we will try to shoot more three. We know we need to shoot more threes. Uh, we were dead last uh, last year. We're last this year. It's uh, Lonzo Ball. Thanks for joining us today, uh, AK. This was uh, the best we've heard you it, yet. It was uh, your pleasure. What are you and Mark Eversley doing over there all day anyway, by the I, way? I honestly don't. It's, uh, Has anyone heard from Mark Eversley? We're looking at profiles of Since shooters he's been here. right looking now. looking at profiles of shooters. Good. All right. Thanks, AK. Appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us on the Car X Tire and Automotive. It was your, your pleasure. <laughs> Adam's in Naperville. What's up, Adam? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I was just saying we should, you know, grab another Milwaukee guy and hire Mike Budenhauser. I mean, as much as I like Billy as a, as a guy, he's just a terrible coach. And the system's terrible. Yeah, and Bud's out there, right? Bud didn't get a job in the, uh, I think he's just, you know, he didn't get one of the jobs. I'm not a big Mike Budenholzer fan. Uh, if 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 yeah, if first of all, if if Durant's, if we talked about a million times, if Durant step on the line, if Durant's shoe size is a size smaller, Budenholzer they don't win. Budenholzer's fired three years ago, right? I mean, I just I I don't think he's a good basketball coach. I think he's a great offensive mind. Actually, I do. I don't think he. I don't think he's a good head coach. Um, I don't think he's a good playoff coach. Um, you know he'll. He'll he'll get you an offense if you that'll probably help you win fifty something games, 
especially early on. He'll, 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 you want to talk about changing a profile of an offense and some of the shooting profile. I, I think he can do that, but I, I, I don't think you're upgrading that much from Billy Donovan to coach. So Clyde. are you turning? Is Cruz going to be gone then too? Um, I don't know. You're, I mean, I mean he's he, the only one with any value. He's also had a tough well, time staying my, healthy, guys. That, every third game, well, Caruso's point, hurt. My point is, shouldn't you get something for Caruso now if you're yeah. going to get rid of yeah. Zach Levine? You're right. You yeah. would try. You would try. Yeah, a team sure. trying to win, he, yeah. he could be yes. certainly viable for oh, a team absolutely. trying to win a championship. Yes. Now, the rest of it, I don't know what you're getting back. Like, for Zach Levine, what is someone willing to give up for Zach Levine? I don't you're, know. You're getting... A first rounder for sure. You look at the lottery way protected. Boy, I'd hate all those stupid protections. Oh, uh, that's what I say. Like, what what bottom team that'd be high in the draft would would pull in Zach Levine to say this is the guy that's going to take us to it's the next level? Us. Yeah, Houston's not doing that. They're playing no. good basketball with young players. Absolutely. What Orlando? Well, I mean, Orlando does like to fleece the Bulls in trades, so that's possible. <laughs> Could get an Orlando pick. They've done that before. You know, what I mean, like, what what's out there? I don't. Yeah, like that's the, the problem where they're at is that they've got players that I don't know teams really uh, lust for, and it's not like you're in a situation where like what is this the rest of this season going to be? They're going to tank to the very bottom and hope they're going to get to like forty wins and be uh, stuck in that's the same spot. Why? They've been stuck well, they're in not even that good. See, they're like that's before but, the deadline last well, year. I think that's why this is leaking out now, Carm, because. This team is already showing that they're not even going to get to 500. Yeah, yeah. What, what, That's how bad they what are. What was yeah. their total? 37 and a half? Yeah. Is that their total? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. They might be spot on. Vegas might be spot on with that, the way they've played. Uh, all right. Uh, what do you think, Bulls fans, if you want to react to some of the Shams and Darnell Mayberry news? Uh, and Darnell, I guess, was tweeted. Adam just read it. Something to the effect that he had a source tell him that the Bulls roster will look different a month from now than it does today. And Shams reporting that they're uh, maybe for the first time, as far as we can tell, there's there's some conversation and some uh, agreeability on both the Bulls' part and Zach's part to explore some trade options here. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. We have uh, two pairs of tickets to Bellator 301 this Friday at Wintrust to give away. If you love MMA, if you love Bellator, if you want to go to Bellator 301 this Friday night at Wintrust, uh, I can do a trivia question real quick. You want an NFL trivia question for Bellator tickets? Is that cool with you guys? You guys I, vibe I think in that, that works. That doesn't bother me. All right. Let's do that. Uh, Adam, here, I'll write down the correct answer for you. I should have given this to Adam during the break. I didn't. And then I'll I'll give it to him. Yeah, hold on. And then uh, I'll guess the question. <laughs> if that's Were the you, answer. What is? I'll guess the question, yes. Okay. What is the Statue um, of Liberty? This Here, Adam, come on in and grab this. I'm going to give it to him. Okay. This past weekend, uh, I saw this note. By the way, if, you're going to win this easy if you read Peter King. I saw this note in Peter King's column yesterday. Oh. T.J. Watt passed his brother this weekend right. for the second most sacks in NFL history through a player's first 100 career games. He has 88 sacks in his first 100 games. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. His brother, J.J. Watt, is third on the all-time list with 87 and a half 
Sachs, Yurko. Yes. So the question is this, and the first two correct callers will win. Who is the all-time leader in sacks through their first 100 career games? 312-332-3776. I have a feeling you know. I have a feeling I know, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Whoa. I saw this. I wouldn't have needed the paper. See, you saw it. Well, yeah, yeah, I I had noticed it in Peter's column. I thought it was kind of a cool thing, too, that JJ and TJ are right next to each other, two and three all time. Yeah. Boy, they're both great. I have a feeling. And boy, this guy. They they could rush the passer with the group he was originally with. Oh, yeah, Yurko. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we have a correct answer coming down the pipeline. First correct caller wins at 312-332. The first two correct, because we have two pairs to give away. So that's very good. Uh, 312-332-3776. Once you get both of them, Adam, let me know. I'll give everybody uh, the answer. Two pairs of tickets. We got two winners? Yeah, that's it. We're going to have two winners. I, I, I like that. How good is the running game for the Detroit Lions? I mean, it's good. I, I listen. The, 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 they rush for the Chargers are a bottom third right. rush defense. The Bears have been an elite rush defense this year. The best elite. Yeah, you know they're I, number one in success rate, uh, uh, rushing uh, success rate on defense. Number one in the NFL. They're like mm-hmm. number two in EPA at that rush EPA. I agree with they've you. Been and since week five, they've really been great. I mean, like the, the stoutest I unit will, in the league. I will offer you this. Uh, the Detroit Lions have rushed for 1,251 yards, averaging four and a half yards a carry. It's pretty good. Four averaging four and a half yards, yards a is, carry. That is pretty good. I'll, and I'll get some of the rate statistics as we go on through the week, too, and some and, of the advanced uh, metrics. Have they played ten games or nine games? I, can't, I don't have it in front They have of me. played nine, I nine believe. Games. I thought they had their by. They're seven and two, aren't they? Right. So they're rushing for about 130... 140 yards, like 135 a game they're rushing for. It's pretty good. I'll tell you, Jameer Gibbs yeah. is good. Yeah. Jameer oh, Gibbs I like is, him. Jameer yeah. Gibbs is good. You see Montgomery had the big 75-yarder. I, 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 oh, I did. That's the lo- I saw that was the longest run. Right. Uh, we don't need to take the correct calls on air. It's okay. No, no. I was talking to Randy in Seattle. That's what well, I wanted to talk to because this is what we're talking about right now. I saw that that was the longest run, I think, since like 2011 or something like that was for it? the Lions. Yeah. Javid Best, I think, was uh, the last time they had a that they popped that. a run that long. Remember Javid Best that name. out of Cal? Yeah. yeah. So it's been a while since they've had a, lo- a run that long. That was David Montgomery's. But you're going. I never would never advocate for drafting running backs in the first round. People no. know that. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is a good player, which yeah. I don't think we have ever doubted he'd be a good player. And you could see uh, there's value in a player like that. You shouldn't just you just shouldn't be drafting those players in the first round. Uh, obvious for obvious reasons. Randy. It, Oh, whoa, Randy, what's Randy going on in up Seattle? There? He's got a Montgomery yardage. The space Needle, what's going on? What's going, what are you doing? <laughs> what's happening? Hey, boys. Beautiful day in Seattle. It's a balmy 46 degrees and sunny. Oh. Um, the thing I was wondering, Carmen, Yerk, you may have an opinion as well. Uh, if you were going to bet a prop bet on David Montgomery, if he plays, I think he's got five years, but over or under yardage this week against the Bears. I know we've got a great rush defense, or at least we've been playing well. And you wonder if David's got a little bit of incentive to play against the Bears. Which way would you go with it? Well, I don't know what it is off the top. What would you set it at, Randy? Do you have a number in mind? I was, you know what? I was looking at it. I was looking for it on, like, FanDuel, and I'm not smart enough to find it. I would guess it. I don't know. Still the time it, it, I'm going to go around 60. 60. Um. Top of my head. All I right. Uh, would we go over or under? Randy, thanks. First of all, I think they, they 
keep wanting to get Jameer Gibbs more involved right. for understandable reasons. The Bears have been really stout. Does he have a little extra motivation because it's the Bears? I'd probably go under. I'd probably take the under. He averages about 17 rushes a game. Right. So you got to keep that in mind. 17 rushes a game, four yards to carry against the stout Bears defense that hasn't given up a lot of four, you know. Yeah. Average of four yards to a guy, so that's 68 yards yeah. right there. That'd be, that'd be if over. If he gets if, his 17 he, carries that he's gotten so far this year. And he gets his four yards a carry. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, there's something, my initial reaction to that without handicapping much, just thinking of where the Bears are as a stop unit on uh, in terms of rushing the ball right now, a team's trying to rush the ball against them, their success rate has been so good. I, I'd probably take the under, and I, and I think more and more we're going to see Gibbs get uh, more of the workload. So I'd, I'd probably lean on Yeah, and they has a team rush for 139 yards a game. I just got it. There you go. Yeah, so there you oh, go. We That's have our two have. winners, Mike and Schaumburg. Sean Chicago win Bellator tickets. Congrats, guys. They knew that. Uh, who is it, Yerk? You, you know who the most sacks ever through their first 100 career games Reggie is, Reggie right? White. The great Reggie White, yeah. Reggie White. 105 sacks in his first 100 games. Not surprised. Fantastic. They were, they were getting after the quarterback in Philadelphia. Just I mean, fantastic. Yeah, Jerome Brown there. Yes. I mean, they had some players there. Some really good players. Michael Pitts, I believe, was there. Uh, don't forget, to Friday, we're going to be wrapping the week. It's another football feast. We'll, we'll be at the B-Dubs in Schaumburg this time yes. with Miller Lite. Tomorrow, I have a whiskey. You, Yerko. Whiskey is back what is for November. Greatest. Is this the greatest, uh, like, bullpen entrance song ever? Mariano Rivera. Yankee Stadium. Good. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Metallica, years ago, with uh, the late, great Dave Pickerel, who was the longtime master distiller at Maker's Mark, and then left and helped uh, countless non-distilling producers get labels up off the ground. Uh, Metallica and some investors and the late Dave Pickerel started Blackened. Blackened. And, uh, so the gimmick here with this is Blackened is sonically enhanced in the barrel. They put it next to huge speakers and they blast Metallica music. It's a fun and it, gimmick. And it forces the vibration. <laughs> yes. Kind of like the Jeffersons in the ocean. Yes. Right? Yes. Causing yeah. a little bit of a sloshing. That's like a marketing guy sitting in a room, yeah. you know, like on the 40th floor right. saying, oh, I've got a good idea. What you really need to know is the juice is good, whether it's sonically enhanced. Is it worth the squeeze? Oh, man, it's good. It is so good. Uh, I like Blackened. I've liked it for a long time. I love their cast strength expressions. They're really, really good. Um, they've been doing limited release stuff these last couple years. Yeah. It's terrific. And Love we're going to drink Blackened, and you're going to learn about it tomorrow night at Sovereign Downtown Plainfields, uh, 6.30 to 8.30. I will be there with the ESPN crew and our breakthrough friends in Blackened. And you can come by. You can get delicious food and drink some great whiskey. Yummy. And we'll uh, kick off the holiday season. I mean, we're just over a week away from Thanksgiving, for crying out loud. So hang with us at Whiskey U tomorrow night. No, unfortunately, none of the guys from Metallica will be there. But we'll be maybe playing it in the background, yeah, and we'll be fun. drinking delicious blackened whiskey at Whiskey U at Sovereign and Plainfield. I hope to see you there tomorrow night. We will have fun. How early are you going to be there on Friday? I will be there er- uh, oh, 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 Friday? Yeah, at the, the place we're going to be. At B-Dubs? Yeah. Uh, I know we're doing a little cross-promotion right there uh, in the last five minutes here. I'll be there at... They got a pancake joint right across the way. You want to meet for breakfast? Is that what well, you're telling me? it depends how early you're going to be there. I have uh, Mike and I will tape the odds couple, and then uh, I will probably head out there from the studio. So I'd, I probably 11 You come here to tape that? Uh, sometimes. I think this week I might. Well, I don't know. Breakfast? I got to... 
I got to I got to coordinate that with Abdallah. That doesn't make sense. I mean, you can just shoot straight north. Well, sometimes I do. Like last week, I recorded it right from. You're going to be trying after. to get on the Kennedy right after. Yeah, you record. you're right. We'll probably I mean, it's a nightmare. We'll, scenario. we'll probably record from yeah. B-dubs. Yes, on us. That would Friday make sense, yeah. which would make you available for breakfast. Uh, like at eleven, you want to have breakfast at eleven? Oh. You have breakfast with me? Nine a.m. You have pancakes with me? Oh, nine. Let you buy me no, some I can't pancakes. do it beforehand. I got I'm going to let you buy some pancakes. Too much work to do leading up to uh, the too show. Too much work. It's Friday. It's the weekend. Yurko, Yurko, Yurko. What kind of work are you talking about? Work, preparation. Jim Miller going to give you some horses again on Friday? Jim Miller gives us horses every Friday. Any of those winners, by chance, ever? Well, Jimmy gives out winners constantly. Constantly, my friend. Really? Yes. yes winners all the time? You know how many times he gets to the winner circle? It's an it is absurd amount. It I love, is. I'm not I love kidding. that guy. It's an absurd amount. When are we going over there? Do a little gaming, you and me. Hey, man. Let's do it. You say when. It's like you say when. I mean, I didn't 15 get, minutes from my house. I didn't get invited for any Barracuda this weekend. I mean, what happened? You were in Florida. Good call. See, I didn't know if you remembered. I nice remember. call. Good Good on you. Good for you. And nobody made Barracuda. Did uh, we get those stains out finally? No. no? Still Mm-mm. working on it? Stains aren't going to come out. Can you turn the rug over? Uh, I'm going to have to move it. Just and, turn uh, it put, over. Put it like turn so that... it over. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's Carmen in New York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Yurko's going to the UC tonight to see basketball. What? Well, it's not the Bulls. He loves college basketball. Yep. Uh, there's a doubleheader tonight. Twin bill tonight. And who are the teams? Michigan State, Duke, Kentucky, and Kansas. Those are big time A lot of fans walking games. around the city of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. big time games. Number one against number 17, I believe, wow. and like number nine against number six. Okay. Or maybe Michigan State's a little bit lower. I don't remember. They Do you, lost to like uh, James Madison. They lost to James Madison. Barely right? Dickinson or something like that. Uh, yeah, geez. this I can tell you, Kentucky's a little bit shorthanded tonight. A lot of our big guys are out. Duke, so they're going to have a problem. Duke is ninth. Michigan State is 18. There you go. Duke's a three and a half point favorite. There's also a top uh, 25 matchup uh, down in Champaign tonight, Marquette versus Illinois. Beauty. And then the second game, Yurko's going to be at his number one Kansas against number 17 Kentucky. Right, right about that. KU is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Rock Chalk. Is Danny going tonight? I think Danny is going. Is that why he's not here today? He's yeah. bracing himself for his preparing so. for tonight? Yeah. Painting his body. Painting his Kentucky's body. Kentucky's missing Bradshaw, Ivasich. Uh, Onyenso and their big guard, uh, Adu Tierro. So can you give us the keys to the, to yeah, the games? Yeah, the keys are that uh, Kentucky's going to be playing shorthanded. Better do their best they can possibly do. Calipari's going to have to pull some magic out of a hat mm. if they've got a shot at all against Kansas. And uh, Michigan State playing that tough schedule, though James Madison wasn't supposed to be part of that tough schedule. Coached by somebody related to Izzo, too. I don't know. Yeah, if it's his nephew. Kid. I think it's, it's his nephew. nephew. Yeah. Yeah. And Duke has a loss. Duke lost to Arizona. Yeah. So both of those teams well, have I mean, a loss. Arizona's well, one of your top teams, uh, yeah. too. Agreed. Also, yeah. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, tough okay. early schedules for everybody. I, yeah. I'm hoping for entertaining basketball action tonight where the officials stay out of the way and let the guys play. I, don't, I didn't go come to see the officials play. No. I came to see these teams play. I've got my Michigan State shirt on because my cousin Gogo, Goran, uh, Yurkovich uh, gave me these tickets. He couldn't make it into Chicago. He's a Michigan State alum. Mm-hmm. Second row. The good kid's going to be in the second row. You know, second I don't roll row. that row. I don't roll that way, right? Second row. Second row. Not even a, like a row B, Carm. 
Row B. Bro, that's what you're going to be in, row yeah, B, which is even better than like row two. Yes. Because row B's on the floor. That's right. I don't know where it is. Why are you so big time? Look at well, you. You know what Cousin Gogo does. Oh, I do. That's you know? true. He's Cousin Gogo. Over and a shaker yeah, with yeah, Delta yeah. Dental up That's in pretty big time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Look at you, habits. big shot. Yeah, big shooter. Got my Michigan State green on tonight. All right. You know, got to support. Yes, got to support. That's what you got to do. Yes, you do. And, you, you know, you don't have to twist Yurko's arm to go to the UC to watch basketball if it's college, college basketball. If it's of the college variety. The sport is pure and the effort is uh, oh, 100% uh, the, all the time. And you won't have to look at that uh, awful. Not the last five uh, minutes of the game. That in-season tournament court uh, that the Bulls have. It's terrible. Denver's yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bulls is terrible. The whole, terrible. The whole concept is terrible. Terrible. Just, terrible. When uh, is the Bulls' stupidity. second game? Who cares? Have the Bulls played a second in-season game? Don't know. Don't care. Tyler? I'm not buying into it. Anybody? Anybody? No, they haven't. Bueller? Nobody cares. Black? No? No, they haven't. When do they play their second game? Nobody cares. Friday. A Friday? Don't you, what, do, what do you not understand about this, Carmen? I, the in-season tournament is Tuesdays and Fridays with the goofy courts and the gir- goofy jerseys. What is there you? not to understand? How they're not playing you? today, so they're not you, playing their second you, tournament you, game. You call yourself an NBA fan. What is this? All Friday. Now, how much do you think they paid Michael Imperioli for that commercial? And, and you guys know that you have to play to win. There's the key. In European Unlike soccer, all the other games. if you join Unlike a team after games. already playing the Champions League with another team, you're not eligible to play with that other team, are you? I don't know. Right? I'm I don't have that, that answer for well, you. What yet. if Zach Levine leaves, goes to another team? Is he oh, eligible? Oh, no, he'd be eligible. Is he He's eligible, eligible to play? Yeah, you got to play. Mean, are, do you have the European model or don't you? I mean, they, what they, are we they do not have the European model. They don't have anything to do with anything successful that soccer does. This is a weird idea by a bald-headed guy that works in the NBA. That's all this is. It is a weird idea. You know, I like uh, Adam Silver, too, for the most part. You're the guy. Congratulations. Am I the only one that likes Adam Introduce Silver? Introduce yourself to yourself. That is a party of one. You're the guy. Congrats. Introduce yeah. yourself to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Go ahead. Good, Hi, I'm right? Carmen. You're Carmen. Good. That was good. We're fans of Silver. Good did for you. you uh, hold on. Let me get this story back. Where did it go? Oh, did you see... Uh, uh, Brian Cashman uh, said he took a shot, like kind of he took a shot at Giancarlo Stanton at the GM meetings. I think it was. I think when he met the media Is he last still a player gym. for the New York yeah. Yankees? He's got like four years left on that deal, like $100 million. And he took a shot at him? He kind of took a what shot. He say? said something to the effect of, um, he said, uh, uh, oh, maybe this wasn't at the GM meetings. My bad, York. Cashman told the Daily News that the injury plague Stanton is, quote, going to wind up getting hurt. Again, more likely than not, because it seems part of his game, close quote. I don't know if you find that all that offensive or not. But Stanton's agent, pretty high-powered agent, as you'd imagine, Joel Wolf, uh, fired back in a statement to The Athletic that read, I read the context of the entire interview. I think it's a good reminder for all free agents considering signing in New York, both foreign and domestic, that to play for that team... You've got to be made of Teflon, both mentally and physically, because you can never let your guard down, even in the offseason. Wolf does represent one of the biggest free agents this offseason, and that is the player we were talking about earlier, uh, Yamamatu, uh, one of the Japanese phenom pitchers, the young phenom from Japan that is going to be all right, available. Well, and he's telling all free agents, foreign yeah. and domestic, yeah. don't go play for the Yankees. So he played 101 games last year. Yes, he missed a lot of games. 110 the year before. 139, which I think you could call full season, could you not? Yes. 20 very, games very off. Close. 23 games yeah. off. Yes. I think you can call that a full season. Yeah. 23 in the COVID shortened season and 18 in 2019. It's not a lot. There's one yeah. season in there where he's played, 
you know, like half the game. Yeah. Right? In his sixth year with the Yankees, he's hit 135 bombs. Yeah. Or I shouldn't say half the games, like two-thirds of the games, um, which is not a lot. Yeah. I... Three years with 30-plus home runs. That much out of bounds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should we take Mark and Crown Point real quick? He's Let's got a high school it. football comment. Go ahead, Marky. Let's do it. What, what's up, boys? What's up, man? Hey, Yerk, I'm sure you're probably already aware. Got some region uh, prep game to keep your eyes on this Friday. Who's Crown Point the, got? Uh, the, the, the boys got uh, semi-state football against the uh, Wheatfield uh, Shamrocks oh, here in Crown Point this Friday for semi-state. Crown Point? In Crown Point. Yep, in Crown Point. Seven o'clock. That's right. Viking Scott School, by the way, too. In, what in Crown no Point. Point? Yeah. All right. right. All right, Marky. So right. Crown Big, Point. They're paying Wheatfield Shamrocks. Wheatfield Shamrocks. The Shamrocks. Where's Wheatfield? Where's Wheatfield? Yeah. Indiana. Okay. Thanks. I mean, what the hell? You kind of question you asking me? What I look like? Rand McNally? What the hell's going on around here? Dated reference. Weedfield. Young people won't understand. What outdated? They don't know what Rand McNally is. Do you know what they look at? They they look at you cross-eyed if you said you go get a map. If a child doesn't know what that is, they should be ashamed of themselves. You could say Google. What are my Google Maps? That they would know. They can't. They don't know Rand McNally. To open up a map and look at you still go. Don't can't you orienteer? You can, I mean, but they don't do that. What's it's, going it's, on? It's, uh, you get voice. I've seen direction. the Google map. Remember when it sent Lexi like uh, twenty five miles out of the way? Remember it sent Lexi when Google Maps just started. It was the early. Edition. We were in Naperville, and they had her exiting and taking a side street all the way that there. Was, uh, that was uh, I'm early like, okay. edition. And I said to them, I said to Lexi, I said, Lexi, this is when your brain's got to take over. Yeah. Okay. The longer you stay on the highway and the closer you can get to where you're going to be, the, the better balance. off it is for you. Crosstalk in two minutes. Yurko's got the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. You had to have a last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Where, where did he lose his virginity? In California That's or in the Midwest? That's a great question. He I, lost it in the Midwest. I don't know. How do okay. you know? Do you know that for sure? I know it for sure. I mean, a guy like Sean is... No, uh, no. He lost it at the Club Babalu. I know exactly where he lost oh, it. Come on, really? Yeah. The Club Babalu. Breaking news. All right, so can we get Sean Payton on? I want to ask him two things. Um, yeah. Yurko wants to ask why he's uh, gone to be a Lululemon guy, and where yeah. did he lose his virginity? Exactly. I wonder where, if he was Midwest or questions. California? 